Hi and welcome to the Unapologetically You podcast, your podcast for inspiration, inner peace and allowing you to be you. I'm your host Claire Cockle and it's an absolute pleasure to have you join me here today. You're joining me here for episode 8, Mastering Difficult Conversations. Hi, so I want to be here with you today to talk about mastering difficult conversations and this is something that has been life-changing for me and something of course that is then very close to my heart. So mastering difficult conversations is something that never came naturally to me, something that I've really had to work on over the years but as I have it's completely changed my relationships. I can take myself back now to a time years ago or sort of many a time when I needed to have a difficult conversation and prior to the difficult conversation I knew that I needed to say something. Potentially I felt frustrated but mostly I felt nervous. Gosh I would feel sick beforehand. I would have butterflies, my heart would be pounding, I'd have potentially shaky hands, clammy hands, be you know, flushed. I'd have all these physical symptoms from fears coming up about having difficult conversations, about sharing how I felt and expressing myself. So if you imagine today, you know, I have having gone from that place, that was my norm before expressing myself and having a difficult conversation, to the place now where I will always speak up and share how I'm feeling and have those good, honest conversations. But one of the most important things I want to share with you today is that mastering conversations isn't about getting what we want. It's about having good relationships, good connections and understanding that it's a two-way thing. And how do we cultivate that honest relationship? Being able to safely express ourselves and share how we feel to both together get to the goals of where you want to be, to both together strengthen your connection, strengthen your relationship. And we're talking about relationships of obviously romantic relationships. We're talking about friendships. We're talking about relationships with family, with co-workers, all of the relationships and connections we have. But how do we have those difficult conversations? So as mentioned years ago, I would often feel frustrated And it's often felt like I let everyone else call the shots or I wouldn't express myself in the effective way that I always intended or needed to. And as we know, when that becomes the case, we almost feel like we're not in the driving seat of our own life. We're not a part of the decisions and the relationships in our life and where our life is headed. I would consistently bottle up my feelings. I was a people pleaser, so I wouldn't share how I was feeling. So as I mentioned, the, you know, the relationships I have now in my life are amazing and I'm so grateful for the relationships that I have. The newer friendships that I've cultivated over the years since starting to speak up have been incredible because... I'm aligning with my truth and I'm speaking up in my honesty and therefore we start to meet other people on our wavelength as well. So not only does it help by having difficult conversations 
in improving our current relationships, but it also helps to cultivate new incredible relationships into our life as well. So as well as that, the older relationships that I have in my life, you know, friendships and with family, there's almost been a renewed sense there as well. When we start to speak up more, we allow the other person to do the same as well. So generally, it can only improve our relationships and allow them to get better and stronger. And along with that, you know, when it comes to romantic relationships for me, years ago, again, I would have bottled up how I was feeling, I wouldn't have expressed myself. And we need to remember that it's a two-way thing and we're all so individual and we all have different needs and wants and desires. So it's important in our relationships, especially our romantic relationships as well, to express how we're feeling, to share our kind of needs, wants and desires, but also giving that space to allow the other person to do the same as well. So we can connect together and move forwards together. So having been on both sides previously, knowing how difficult conversations can be and can feel, and feeling all those horrible fears come up, knowing that I needed to have those conversations. And quite often, I'll be honest, I'd avoid having them. I don't know if you find the same as well, but the thought of the reaction from myself that would start to happen, the uncomfortable feeling of feeling sick and the heart palpitations and feeling uncomfortable would put me off wanting to have the conversation. So sometimes I would wait weeks or months to speak up about something. And obviously we know that that can fester inside us as well. That can grow and get a bigger deal than it ever was. But sometimes I just wouldn't have had the conversation at all. So as mentioned, now I tend to always have those conversations. Even if it's the smallest thing, I will speak up and share. And that's not to say that I always find it easy. I would say that I find the conversations much easier to have. Sometimes I can still feel a slight block or something and I really have to push past it and know that that's there but try and get my words out. But quite often when I'm having those difficult conversations, it's it comes with emotion as well. It can often come with tears because I'm tapping into a place that feels vulnerable to me. So quite often emotions come with that. And whilst that can again still be slightly uncomfortable... I know the huge benefits that I've seen so far in having those honest conversations that I know it's better to carry on anyway, to to show up and have those conversations, no matter how difficult they feel, no matter if there's any emotion with that, because what we can gain from having those conversations is just amazing. You know, it's priceless. And one thing I can promise is that it does get easier. Each and every time it gets so much easier and it gets easier quickly as well. The more we start to push our comfort zone, the easier it gets. So where do we start? I would say that one of the most important things is to give yourself that pause before having a conversation. To allow yourself time to check in with you, check in with your heart, check in with how you're feeling, check in with potentially your reasons why you're feeling what you're feeling. This again was a game changer for me. I'll always allow myself the time beforehand to see what it's really about for me. Of course, we all have our own triggers. So I find it useful to check in on potentially why this is affecting me and what's this about. So not only can I have that honest conversation and express myself, but I understand why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And then potentially that can be something that I voice and express as well, that I understand. 
or potentially once we understand why we're feeling the way we're feeling, we can understand it in a slightly different light. We can understand how we're feeling on the reasons behind the conversation. So allow yourself that pause beforehand to understand yourself, the situation and where you can come from love on the situation from as well. It's good for us to know before we have the conversation on potentially what we want to achieve together and how we can work to have both needs met. And when we start to have that conversation, we can almost be honest to begin with and say, this feels a difficult conversation to have, but I really want to be honest and have this conversation with you. It's really helpful knowing that we're coming from a place of love and that we're releasing any blame. I sometimes start with asking questions, first of all, just to kind of understand the situation. Because I cannot tell you the amount of times that I've stewed on something or wanted to have a difficult conversation because I've thought a certain thing about a situation. And then when I've gone to have the conversation, I've realised that it wasn't as I had assumed or it wasn't as had been intended by the other person. It's amazing how so easily we can sometimes get the wrong end of the stick. So I generally start by asking questions just to understand the situation. You know, I'll have my viewpoints and my thoughts around the situation that I want to have the conversation about, but then I'll start with asking questions. I'll just make sure I'm understanding it and where each of us will come in from. This can be really useful during the conversation. I'll often ask questions. A very popular uh, question of mine is, how do you mean? Because I want to make sure that I'm really understanding the other person. I'm really understanding where they're coming from so that I can express where I'm coming from and also see their needs and their wants as well. So I guess one important skill in mastering difficult conversations is to listen, is to be compassionate, to try to be understanding, to be empathetic and to actively listen, to really try to understand where the other person's coming from. Because obviously that's what we want in return. We want to be listened to, to feel appreciated, valued, and that we can work together and move forwards. Something else I find really useful to ensure we aren't pointing fingers and blaming is to rather than say, you did this, you did that, is to have the conversation in the way of, when this happened, it It made me feel like this. And if you find that there are normally really good intentions from the person you're having the conversation with, make sure you get those positives in there. Make sure you say, thank you for this. I've always appreciated when we've done this. I've always been really grateful for the friendship that we have, for the relationship that we have. And that's why I wanted to make sure I had this conversation with you. That's why I wanted to express myself and share that I really value you but when this happened it kind of made me feel a bit like this and you can share that you're not quite sure why it made you feel that way or if you've sat with it for a bit and you do understand you can express and share the reasons why it made you feel that way as well perhaps it links to something that has happened to you in the past or perhaps it links to a different situation but by sharing that and allowing yourself to be vulnerable Great relationships come from us being able to hold space for each other, for us to be vulnerable in front of each other. And that kind of trust only allows our relationships to improve. And the thing is, when we express ourselves in that way, when we share, when this happened, it made me feel like this, no one can argue with the way something made us feel. We're all 
different individuals and we're all affected by different things in different ways. So what another person does or says may not affect one person, but it will another person. So by us having that honesty and sharing, oh, this is how it made me feel, no one can argue with that. I always try to consider that I'd really want to know if a friend of mine or partner or relative, I'd really want to know if things weren't quite right or they felt a bit uncomfortable or they weren't quite happy with something because I'd always want the chance to rectify that, to redeem whatever's happened, to ensure that I was being fully supportive and caring and considerate. And I'm pretty sure that the people in my life who I want to have these good relationships with will want to do exactly the same for me as well. So I'm sure it's the same for you if you consider this fact. So I find that a really useful thought. Another thing that I find very helpful is to think what's the worst that can happen. They'll use this question quite a lot actually. What's the worst that can happen? And if I think I can deal with that, I can deal with the worst that could potentially happen from a conversation then I start to think, okay, but but what could happen if this goes well? If this conversation helps us move forwards? If this has the positive result that I want it to have for both of us? And then you can see how it's a bit of a game changer. Then you can see it's worthwhile pushing through the comfort zone to have those conversations. So when we're doing this from a place of love, with the understanding, listening and the compassion... We know that it's not a competition, that no one is to come out of this a winner or a loser. It's about having a good conversation to align and move forwards together. And this will hopefully continue on and on into the relationship if you both have the understanding and the care and the want to hold that space for each other and to nurture each other's needs and desires. It's important when we're having those difficult conversations to obviously come to the difficult conversation in a calm tone and to keep that calm tone. For me personally, I often find that it can be quite helpful to have conversations when out on a walk together. I find that sometimes it's a bit easier, potentially where I've never found it that easy to have difficult conversations. I find it easier that you're firstly out in nature and enjoying something together But also, for me, it didn't feel like that intense eye contact and having the chance for it to feel uncomfortable. So for me, I find a good walk can be really useful. But if a good walk's not possible or doesn't feel right, I'll still make sure I have those conversations that feel like they need to be had. It's about making sure that the space where you are is nice and relaxed, that you're sitting nice and relaxed and using that calm tone. We always want to make sure that we come across as authentic and we're given our attention. We want to always make sure that we're coming across from that place of truth and we're sharing from our core on how we're feeling, knowing that we want the conversation for the greater good of the both of us. As mentioned, it really does get easier and easier. And I've only found that the relationships with full respect love and care only get better only get stronger because we're both looking out for each other's needs wants desires and looking to nurture that for each other to hold space for each other and to see each other grow so for me in the early days it was okay deep breath I'm going to have this conversation and do you know what once we start 
it just gets so much simpler. As mentioned, I'll always speak up now about the tiniest thing, the smallest thing, because I know that once I voice that, once I have that conversation, we can just shift through it. It's, you know, it's gone. It's nothing. I've understood the other person. They've understood me. We've moved forwards and it hasn't become as big a deal as what it could have been in the past. So I hope that's been useful for you today. As mentioned, this has been life-changing for me, a massive, massive game changer in my relationships and my life. So do let me know how you get on. I'd love to hear. But for now, I'm sending you lots of love and I wish ease for you in your conversations ahead. Have a great day.